there, welcome. You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You are here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Wynan, life coach Prue Sulisich, and myself, women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose, pushing boundaries, imperfectly and unstoppable. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your own thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Now we can actually talk. (laughs) (laughs) We are live. We are live. So there's a little delay there for everybody that's watching. Uh, Hello, everybody. Hello, lovely ladies. And gentlemen, possibly. Oh, I meant us. Oh, <laughs> us, of course. We're lovely ladies. We are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. I just meant I just meant us. Hello, everyone else, but I was, you know, <laughs> getting to see my girlfriends. Ah, oh, geez. And Donnelly, you've got the the sparkle, the Christmas sparkle on. Yeah. Yeah. Dug out the Christmas box and yep. yeah, you see Donnelly in the flesh. I'm sure she'll be all sparkly for the next four weeks. <laughs> well, let's make it five. Five. Oh yeah. Not early. Yeah. Is your car done yet? It will be. It's close. <laughs> all the stuff's out. It's all all labelled from last year, which has made it so much easier for me to go right. Bull bar, roof, doors. <laughs> got smart last year you'll you'll have to put a picture on the page for all of us to see the christmas car (laughs) yeah yeah it's fun it's it's great i get to drive the sleigh for a whole month yeah nice yeah Yeah. it's cool yeah not even december yet (laughs) but that's the whole reason (laughs) you know i'm going to be away so it's like i gotta get in an extra week yeah just you know give everyone a little reminder sparkle sparkle yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and you know you know what i want to just tell everybody about donnelly so oh, when God. you came when you came up to visit and I've, i have said this to you so it's not going to be a surprise but being in donnelly's presence like in just i just want to say in her natural habitat <laughs> being around her like doing her everyday things she literally sprinkles fairy dust wherever she goes you know we're, we're in a car park and there's a guy that's struggling to reverse into the car park because he's got this big van and all the people are waiting. You can feel his stress, you know, like, and Donnelly just stands there and it's like directing him in. Yeah, come on, mate. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more, you know. And she's like, no problems. You know, have a great day. You know, so sprinkle, sprinkle. And then she's <laughs> walking along and there's a Gold Coast um, city council worker picking up rubbish. And she's like, mate. Thanks for keeping everything clean. And he's like, oh, that's okay. And like you could just tell it made his moment, you know? So he's like, sprinkle, sprinkle, you know, then walking along the beach and dogs are playing with the balls and she's having a chat to the dog and the, you know, the people go, oh, you know, just sprinkling joy and kindness. And it was just so fucking inspiring. It was so nice. And I oh, it's I've not this. Yeah. It's not un, it's not like it's extraordinary. That's it's not. I know it's not. I can tell that it's not. It wasn't, you know, do, you're just being you and that's what I loved about it. That's what I just loved about being in your presence and just watching that and how naturally it came to you and and, and it, just the people receiving it too. It's like, oh, that doesn't happen every day. People don't do that sort of stuff often. So... Shout yeah. out to you because that's just beautiful. It was beautiful to witness and just makes me want to be a better person. Oh, well, we all learn from each other. We do. So, yeah, I wonder how we can all sprinkle fairy dust <laughs> wherever we go. And kind Easy. Of- you just go to the shops and you buy glitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you say hello to people and make them feel seen and heard and, yeah, right. supported. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is easy. Like watching you, it's definitely easy. And, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything big and extravagant. It's just literally being human and being kind to people. Yeah, and just asking people genuinely how, how their day is. Yeah. yeah sometimes, it's, sometimes the fun in it is the surprise. Yeah. You know, is the, is the surprise that they get. 
Yeah. I never, ever go past a toilet cleaner and not say thank you. Yeah. Because I just go, we would not be, we would not have clean toilets without you because it it must be the shittiest, one of the shittiest jobs. And I just think, you know, I often think about, okay, I don't know. I don't know their income status. I don't know why they've got to do that job and they're treated like shit, you know, cleaners yes. are, all kinds of cleaners. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. Very, very important people. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, because it's not a job I'd really want to do. No, me either. Actually, I had a I had a cleaner come on Friday afternoon for me for my house and it was because I had a booking but then they cancelled the next day but I had booked in the cleaner already. And so she did it last minute for me. She, like, you know, was like, yep, because she's been here before. Um, I usually only get it when I've got Airbnb stuff going on. And so she dropped everything to come and do this clean for me and when she, I was helping her get all their stuff, there was two of them, get the stuff out of the car. I was like, how are you? She's like pretty buggered actually it was like friday afternoon i was her last job for the week i can imagine i'm like you know i really appreciate you coming like i really do and then when she left i had a few moments of like oh fuck like she didn't do this properly all that and i was contemplating writing a message just saying hey you know this and that then i was like prue no don't do that like that this is not the place or the time to do that she took out her afternoon off most probably from Friday afternoon. She's cleaning like her ass off all week, drops everything for me, do this. I'm not going to send it out message. Yeah, that's and, really great. Yeah, but it was, yeah, just that awareness piece, I suppose. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. This is bigger than me. This is not about me all the time, which no. a lot of people do make everything about them. Yeah. And remembering that they're not going to do it like you do it. Never. No, that's yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's like she fucking did an awesome job, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> still. And, yeah, anyway, so that was a moment for me to be like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, just check yourself, Prue, check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But, you know, that actually is going to relate to our topic tonight in a, yeah. in a lot of ways too, just, yeah. you know, recognising those feelings or those reactions or those emotions or whatever that you felt yeah. yeah, yeah, because, yeah, our topic tonight is feel the feels and how do we know when enough is enough? That's the the topic heading that we were leaning into. And as we were sort of just touching base with each other before this call, we're like, wow, this could go so many directions and it still might. And we're just going to, like, talk into what feelings are, what, you know, like common emotions that people feel and how emotions can cause action. And just like I experienced with the action of like not sending the text message, how you can actually check yourself there and you can feel something and not take action. Um, And, yeah, the consequences of uh, ignoring emotion because we are emotional beings after all and if we're not tapping into our bodies, if we're living all in our heads, you know, which... Look, I love intentional thinking and all that, but we we're 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 bodies, like we're humans that have emotions, and we've really got to learn about those emotions, I suppose, and the awareness about that as well. So yeah, and then it's and it's been interesting with the when enough is enough, and we'll talk into it more. But initially, I was when I was thinking about this topic, it's like okay. I was making it about like me, how we can overindulge in emotions sometimes because we do we do do that. We overindulge. Yeah. But then the energy of this week has been all about when is it like us doing all we can do and sometimes we need to let go of outside things. And it's yep. like, yeah, I think that's really what I'm feeling into. If any of my clients are watching <laughs> this episode, literally this is the conversation I've had over and over and over again the last two days. And it's like, oh, that's right. We've been doing all the work on ourselves and feeling our feelings and processing emotions and this is still happening, like outside stuff is still affecting us. So when is enough enough? When do I leave 
and do the geographical, as Matthew Perry says. <laughs> well, and I just want to add to that yeah. that this is November. That's right. Yes, it is. So it's it's been interesting. I've had similar stuff in my practice and and just feeling that energy and utilising the energy to help you, you know, make those decisions or have clarity. It's like there's a real defineness around the know of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so that it's great to hear that. And I don't know Tanya's had some similar stuff as well. You know, it's really clearing, you know, there are times where we really need to clear our wardrobes out and give give the clothes to St. Vinny's and not hold on to them and think you're going to wear them next year because you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And that could be in anything like, you know, jobs, relationships, um, yeah, new, new like if you, yeah, new cars, new houses, all that sort of stuff, that can come into it and it's like really leaning into, okay, where's enough is enough? Like I've done all the work and now something else needs to change. Yeah. yeah. I read Ed, an amazing quote yesterday which was just um, just incredible at the, the time of it. <laughs> it said, enough is a decision, not an amount. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is. That is so good. I need to write that down. Um, Great quote. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's a decision, not an amount. Yeah. Mm. Because, yeah, one thing could happen and you could could decide, actually, that's enough, enough, is enough. Let's let's put it into context. Like the, for example, I don't want to use a hard topic, but this is the topic that came to mind, like domestic violence, say. So if... Yeah, if you're in a relationship and your partner, you know, lays his hands on you in an aggressive way once, that could be enough is enough, you know, opposed to, oh, it has to be 10 times or, you know, before enough is enough. It's like the decision is, no, once is enough. That's it. I'm gone. Um, Yeah. Any other examples? I was going to add to that. That can also relate to your values and your beliefs too. Yeah. 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 So many. Um, yeah. Good quote. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, why do feelings matter? Like, let's talk about what, when, when we think about feelings, what are feelings to you girls? Pains in the asses. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give them away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, Tanya, before we got started this call, I think it was even just before you jumped on, Donnelly. <laughs> I was like, how are you going? She's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not very good at this topic. <laughs> this is going to be a, a whole coaching coaching episode for me. <laughs> oh, I said, that's bullshit. I said, you're great at emotions. You feel lots yeah. of emotions yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I think as, as so there's that side and then there's why would you want to miss them? Yeah. Because, mm. yeah. you know, there's, there's so how much, God, well, we're aware, how much learning do we do? And now we've got a bit of a handle on going, okay, well, that's all right, that's interesting, you know, rather than try and distract it, avoid it, you know, not look at it, go, oh, well, I'm I'm feeling sad. That happened this week. remember just thinking, just checking in going, oh, I'm feeling sad. So then I just went, okay, is there anything like, I, is there anything I need to think about? Is there anything that's worth coming up? And it's then I went, oh, okay. It's just strategy, so just go with it. Yeah. Give us hard. a rundown, Prue. Give us a rundown on what feelings are. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, basically, I'm oh, sorry, excuse, I've got someone interrupting me. Here you go. Eloise. Eloise, I'm on live call. Do you have my math homework? <laughs> upstairs on your desk okay thank you so yeah i just need to do some hello beautiful uh, <laughs> my pajamas. i know you look gorgeous <laughs> matching i got a matching set yeah <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> no, it's all good um so yeah like feelings like the most simplest explanation is just a vibration in your body mm. that's what it is and there's a really great image, and I could actually put it on the the page about how, like, someone did a study and 
they captured where people experience different emotions like joy is, you know, like more of a full body one. Anger can be quite intense across like your chest. Um, Yeah, all all the emotions have different areas of the body that they vibrate in or at, at a certain level, I suppose. And that's all they are, literally just a vibration. So, and some feel more intense than others. You know, some some emotions, like you're feeling an emotion pretty much all the time. Some you just don't register as much because they're not as, you know, higher vibration, I suppose. You know, how would you, how would you say that, Donnelly? Um, just I'm, I'm not, that I'm not thinking, I'm just tuning into what, how yeah. I would explain that. I, I actually think that um, we, we've, got, we've got more information on emotions and energy than we've ever had before, but I think a lot of people don't have any concept of their, their emotions or how they can use to, re, to relate to them. And, yes, it is a vibration. It is a... I was just thinking when you said about, um, you know, that they're there all the time. I was reflecting back to myself around how quickly they're there all the time because we're not we're not conscious of them all the time. Like it's like, you know, being we've learned how to surf, mm. so we surf. And there's a lot, you know, you could be cooking in your kitchen and the telly could be on and the kids could be blaring music, and there's this whole lot of emotion. Um, but I, I'd, I'd like to share that I would like more people to use it as information mm. about themselves and to explore it. So I don't think that really answered your question. But No, no that's right. Yeah, it's like emotions, therefore, like an exploration tool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And we feel them all as humans. We feel every emotion every single day. It yep. might only be a snippet of an emotion here and there, but you'll you won't be just one thing all day. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Like, yeah, because you can feel, yeah, you can you can be feeling so low and, yeah, sad even one moment and then something happens and then you feel joy and it's like in an instant. It's like, you, it, yeah, you can't, um, what I do know about emotions though is that you can't simultaneously have two emotions at once. So you can't have sadness and happiness at once. You can feel them like immediately after each other, but it's not at once. You can't hold it. So that's why when people are, you know, trying to, you know, flip your thoughts around and like, you know, this positivity stuff, they're like, well, you can't be sad and happy at the same time. It's impossible. And it is impossible. And that's a good thing. And what about your little your little cue, which I love about your cue, is that an emotion lasts for ninety seconds. Oh, yeah, that's it. And that that is the science behind it. They say that emotion comes into your body, and in my world, it's not the only explanation. But I love to think of emotions as created from our thoughts, and that's what I really lean into. Um, so, emotion comes in from our thought; it's created by ourselves and then it's in your body and it lasts for 90 seconds like it will always peak and then will dissipate and it's 90 seconds and if you're having the same emotion for longer than 90 seconds it's because you're having different thoughts that create the same emotions or the same thought that's over and over and over again (laughs) yeah and you're just like leaning into it which is yeah and it just takes hold so that can be for good things and bad things and you know how often do we talk about how happiness and joy doesn't last yeah you know like you know just recently when you're like oh my god I need to like talk talk to you about this and then when I message you like you gotta tell me the rest of that story like oh that's right that's that's yeah. almost gone now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It doesn't last. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And right. and that's why you look for people to share that in the moment. That's you know, and you also look for people to share the not so great em- emotions in the moment too, yeah. because at that you know in that moment that's when it counts. You know, that's when 
Yeah, so it's yeah, it is interesting. Mm. Actually, interesting. one of the really good books, it's like a uh, like a dictionary, is the Brené Brown's Atlas of the Heart. Mm. Have you got that copy, like in a hard copy format? No, I haven't got it in hard copy. Um, I think I think it was Erica who had it because I was like, oh, I'd really love to get that. If anybody wants to learn about emotions, like I think Brene Brown is one of the best in the business to learn and, yeah, understand emotions more. Um, lots of people, but she does it in a way that really makes makes it make sense to me. Um, and that beautiful book that she's created is very detailed and it's, it's a beautiful book too. It's like a hardcover, you know, book. Um, and so, yeah, if anybody wants to dive into what emotions look like and how they show up and, you know, what does she say about fear and shame? It's, yeah, I think it's always shame writing. Fear turns up, shame is always writing shotgun. <laughs> and I'm like, I like it. Like, because different emotions then create different thoughts in you and therefore they create other thought, like other emotions. And that's that's when, you know, you have that spiral of like, oh, this happened. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking about all this other stuff and I'm getting like darker and darker and darker and heavier and heavier and I feel all the emotions. Um, and, yeah, the, the next thing I need to say to everybody is, yeah, it's definitely okay to feel all those emotions. Like emotions are meant to be felt. You know, we how do we know joy if we haven't had sadness? You know, like it's it's essential that we know all the emotions of the whole spectrum. And as much as we put negative and positive on these emotions, we just need to actually throw that away because it's just it's just emotion. It's just the vibration in your body. And yeah, that's it. Like, been, we have um, a lot of judgment of it. Yeah, it's been socialized that yeah that those negative emotions need mm-hmm. to be pushed aside yeah that's it power through just think power positive <laughs> do that in your own time <laughs> yeah so yeah it's really yeah really important to like feel and allow feeling all emotions like i think i've shared this with you i'm sure because i've shared it lots about the the difference between resisting and allowing emotion um, and it is like I think I wrote down on my notes the bee sting analogy, which is, you know, how how you feel an emotion and how to process through an emotion is similar to how you um, process when you get stung by a bee. And, you know, the bee stings you and, yeah, it hurts like hell, like it actually has this physical pain. And that's what an emotion is, that vibration, and it can feel like a physical pain sometimes depending on what's going on. But... When a bee stings us, yeah, you'll you'll flick the bee off and you'll, like, pull out the stinger and, yeah, it will sting for a while, but you're not, like, screaming and carrying on and yelling at the bee that the bee's fucking annoying and sucks and, you know, you always show up in my life when, you know, when I don't need you and rah, rah, you know, getting all really cranky at the bee. Like, the bee was just, like, buzzing around and protecting itself. Um, And you're okay with that when the bee stings you. But when you have a negative emotion from something that's not an external trigger like a bee sting, we do that. We're like, God, we're fucked. Why can't we, you know, just get a hold of ourselves? You know, why can't that person do this? And we get cranky with outside circumstances. We're cranky with ourselves. We just get all this overloaded emotion and that's the spiral. (laughs) And it's not allowing the emotion to be there. It's like we're saying to ourselves, we shouldn't feel the negative emotion. And it's like, oh, instead we can be like, oh, this of course this is meant to be here. So that's the difference between resisting and allowing. Allowing, this is another analogy that I like to use, is the holding the door shut <laughs> analogy. If fear is knocking on the door and you're like, away, oh, fear, and you've got all your like might pressed against the door and you're saying like you're not coming in, there's no way you're coming in, you know, like yeah, I'm too scared for you to come in. This is not the right time. This is not the right place. You know, and you're holding the door like shut with all your might. It takes so much energy. Eventually, you get exhausted and fear busts in, and therefore you've still got to um, process through that emotion or feel that emotion, even though you've resisted it so much. Or you're already exhausted by the time you burnt out. Like you burnt out because you're like 
so yeah like intent on keeping fear out or keeping shame out keeping you know anger out that you just become mentally exhausted and it just busts in anyway or you could hear fear knocking on the door and you can like open up the door and go hey fear and invite it in for coffee (laughs) and it's like of course you're going to be here you know I was about to do a a TED talk or I was about to have a really hard conversation with my husband or you know I was yeah wanting to ask for a pay rise and fear's there it's like oh of course fear come on in of course you're going to be here it's just normal for you to feel fear what intrigues me as you're talking about that which I'd probably like to do some study on is where in the hell does all that shit come from (laughs) like why, why, why does all of that stuff, I know we're human, so I get that, right? But my intriguingness, like, so I go back to my speech and, and you know, all the anguish, all the setup. And so why does that even begin? Mm, yeah. Isn't it interesting? That's a valid question. Well, you know, conditioning, yeah. belief yeah. systems. Yeah. You know, like proof of circumstance. Yeah, proof. circumstances. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like if we think back and, you know, I am also a believer in uh, like past life, generational stuff, like timelines and stuff. Like I really do. I never used to. I wasn't even in the my mind about anything like that. But the more I've learned about this and this energy being just transmuted and, trans, you know, like, it never dies energy. So we're moving through it. This is just my belief system. But the more I I see it, because sometimes, you know, when I think back on my childhood and like I was like super nervous and quiet and reserved and all that sort of stuff from the very get-go, it's like I didn't have any conditioning as a baby, yet I was like that. So that must come from past lives and past experiences. But then there's a whole lot of shit that I have accumulated in this life as well, yeah. <laughs> that I, you know, from circumstances and that you have that belief system of, oh, geez, there's no way that I could get up and do a TED Talk or yeah. there's no way that, like, my voice is valid when I'm having a conversation with my husband if I want to do something differently to what we've, you know, decided in the past, you know, just stuff like that. So it is conditioning. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There has to be something in you already though, surely. There has to be something there. I mean. Well, it's the, well, it is also the primal brain. Look at your children, for for example. Like my kids are so bloody different that they've, you know, they've both been brought up in the same in the mm-hmm. same household with the same rules and um yeah I guess just being individuals they've been not treated exactly the same but basically on an all-rounder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, de- it's definitely individual, mm-hmm. you know, the the old the soul of somebody. <laughs> I often think about this when I'm driving. I like look around and see everyone driving and I'm like, if we're all the same, how come we're so different? <laughs> doesn't, this, doesn't this just prove that like our soul is just energy and and it, like we can't get rid of the energy? It just moves from, you know, being to being and or thing to thing, you know. I don't know. This is a bit deep, I suppose, but yeah. <laughs> I often I often think that when I'm driving, I must have lots of space in my brain when I'm driving because I always look around at people going, people love to say that, you know, when we die and stuff, there's nothing past it. You just die, that's it. And I'm like, how can that be true? Because, like, we're all sitting here, we've all got the same bodies, like we feel all the same emotions and stuff, yet we're different. This is I next week's topic, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay, well, I won't go too much, much further. <laughs> like just the precursor for next week yeah i know i just it blows me away because emotions like it's all connected to that that soul of us as well like yeah because you know, something that upsets donna lee i'll be like what the what really you know same with tenure it's like really like pro you're getting worked up about that 
And I'm like, yeah, that, you know, affects me in a certain way, but then, you know, something doesn't affect somebody else. And it's like, ah, oh, so interesting. It's, emotions are very unique to the person. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And how we make that decision to um, to feel that feeling. So the thought comes in, you feel the feeling, you feel the feeling arise. Mm. Now you can go with that feeling and, again, repeat it over and over again. Where, how do you draw that line? Where do you say, no, that's not, that feeling isn't serving me. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow that. Yeah. Versus, okay, this has come up and I need to process it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good question. So for me, the first thing that I think about when I hear this is, like, I just want to say to everybody, it is possible to do this. Like a lot of people are most really listening going, oh, but the feelings just come, there's just no control. Like I'm always going to feel scared when I'm, you know, having a tough conversation or whatever. And it's like, yes, there might be that moment of always feeling the rise of the emotion and 90 seconds. (laughs) It's like you've got this 90-second window to capture it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I can feel this. And I, I shared this in our coaching call a couple of weeks ago about how when I need to talk in front of somebody or I think I was using the explanation or, or the circumstance of the phone call for the radio interview and I could feel the emotion coming up and like the fear and the 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 thoughts were things like, shit, like who am I to talk into this? Like who wants to hear this? me talk you know I can't even speak what's going on you know and so the emotion comes in of like fear I suppose and I can feel my heart racing my you know everything sort of starting to stop because I want to go in that flight mode you know and just run away usually or freeze I suppose and in that moment so the awareness is so important and in that moment you feel it because it you do feel it it's like you can pretend that you don't feel it, but you do feel it. Like it comes in, it's like a pit in your stomach or, you know, tightness in your chest or your ears might pound or however the emotion feels in you, which is why it's really important to get really clear on your emotional language, like for you to work on. It's different for everybody. And in that moment, in those first few seconds after feeling the emotion, you do exactly what, you know, you said. It's like, oh, I can I can feel you. Like, Thanks for showing up. (laughs) And I can also choose something different right now. Mm. The allowing piece. It's like, oh, that's right. Of course I'm going to feel this. This is an old pattern for me. Okay. So I'm thinking of clients that have come to me Mm -hmm. that um, part of their coming is because they are having trouble dealing with anger, like they're always angry. Mm-hmm. So in what you just said then, my question, I'm sure our audience might be thinking, well, that's all good and well if we've done a bit of work around mm-hmm. our emotions, but for people that, um, and I'm thinking of a couple of clients that wanted help with their anger, it was it was an unpacking and it takes you know, you ain't going to unpack it in one session. So if there are people out there that have repetitive emotions or responses, reactions, I should say, not responses. um, Or dire circumstances. Yeah. 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 You know, that it's, yeah, what we're talking about and those circumstances, what I'm relating to is that, they might not even like they've they've got to a point where they know that they're always angry about everything, mm-hmm. but little do they realize until you t- share with them that unpacking their shit is actually going to unpack the anger. But you've also got to, and that's I'm only picking this emotion because I know it. Know oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a good one. It's come up a lot. Yeah. Days, so is, 
you know, <laughs> so so people may be noticing they're angry, but they not really want to do anything about it. And then when you actually say, well, you know, say it's their fault, but you know that you've got to unpack it. Mm. That's it's a tricky space to do oh. that self development stuff. It is, yeah, it's tough. Because, it, yeah. because quite often. It's actually not to do with everyone that you're angry with. It's when you unpack it, it's, you know, it could be frustration that you don't get help with the kids and the washing and the cooking. And like, so it's it's a, a cumulative thing. Yeah. So then it becomes reactive. So no matter what the poor husband or the person's doing, <laughs> it ain't going to fix nothing because this poor person is feeling not heard or not seen or overwhelmed. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, you know, I, yeah. I, kind of, I guess what I want to support is that, you know, we've we've all done a lot of work on this. Yeah. So helping, helping people that might be listening to it or helping people that have p- people or partners or family members that this is going on because sometimes this is when you want to go, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. You're not doing, you are doing nothing to help yourself. I, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like the frustration and, yeah, the anger or the pissed offness or whatever the emotion is, you know, that you want to use in those circumstances. It's like, yeah, you have to, you have to use this discernment as well. Like it really yeah. is, you know, yeah, I know, we're putting a lot on people, but it's like, it's up to you to, figure out because you you know the head heart you know body sort of yeses and knows that we get it's like it's all part of that but you've got to be tapped into all of it to really feel into what's right and what's not you know and yeah these extreme feelings are going to be like um that's where the the emotions are being stopped and not felt yeah Yeah. building up and adding adding to the next one yeah yeah that's right because yeah like can you guys hear me i just realized i don't have my mic on yeah Yeah. like you know and anger is a core emotion and it it does cover a lot like it's an umbrella term for a lot of other shit that goes on as well um and it's it's so funny because this morning when I was looking after the kids (laughs) um these other kids that I go and look after there was an emotional anger outburst and so these are kids you know and they have emotional regulation issues as well and as soon as it happened and we we had a chat about it afterwards and I was like so you know you know, there's there's something else that you can do. And they're like, yeah, we know we can learn from it. And it's like, yeah, great. You can learn from it. You can feel the emotion. She took action on the emotion. Then she learned from it. It's like, oh, that's really not how I want to be. Um, what can I do differently? Um, and I was, and she's like, what, well, what could I do differently? I was like, well, I said, you know how you feel the emotion of anger? I said, you can feel it in your body. I said, it rises. And for a lot of people, anger, because thinking of an emotion as a vibration and as an energy, you need to expel it because you want to get it out of your body, you know. And so that's why we, when we're angry, we have a lot of emotional like outbursts of physical stuff, throwing stuff and hitting other people or, you know, bashing a wall or whatever the case may be. Yelling, like yelling could just be, a, you know, a, an action of anger. And those actions are all in your control. They are like, you know, and so it's like a reminder. It's like, oh, I can feel angry, but just because I feel angry doesn't mean I need to hit something or yell. I can still feel angry and just allow anger. Or or you can learn tools to self-regulate. So you might still need to hit something, but it might be the punching bag, you know, and so then, then you can start to... You know, there's yeah. different. It's like there's journaling, and I think, and you mentioned some other things. Going out in like, the back, like we often talk about, like expelling like energy by like jumping around and like shaking ourselves and stuff. That's yeah. that's a perfect like way to get rid of any sort of ne- negative energy. Mm. So yeah, so it is possible, and it is like it is up to us, and it's you know we have to. It is important to do the work. Like it's not going to happen without doing anything, <laughs> you know. Like awareness is great, but you actually have to practice awareness. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, doing and like any tools that we give you, you know, journaling, meditation, 
that type of stuff. It's something that you have to become practiced at for it yeah. to for it to work and for you for you to reap the rewards later on. And then and then you know you've got all these tools and all this learning and you know I I often because I'm so switched in I guess to noticing things is like then there's times where you just are doing your human stuff right so you're not thinking about all your tools or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and just I just want you to, like, you don't have to be working at this every moment of the day because you've actually got to be living life to allow experience, to feel flow, to feel when it doesn't. Your body is your greatest friend if you start to learn to listen to it. Sure. And I, I've written something here mm-hmm. about, um, you know, because there was some stuff about chakras and whatever. But the key thing, if we don't feel safe, Humans need to feel safe. Yep. So learning how to feel safe around people or feeling safe with yourself, your body's first response, no matter how trained you are, how life coached you are, your body's ultimate response is survival. Mm -hmm. So you can argue all you want. Survival's always going to come first. It's going to trump everything. Yeah. That's right. It's going to trump everything. But what we can learn is that the survival, which is such a love you to death, (laughs) (laughs) through circumstance, fear, stress, panic, trauma, whatever it is, the vigilant nervous system goes, oh, I'm looking after Prue. I'm looking after Tanya. I don't give a shit around any of that other bullshit that you're talking about. So we have to, you have to learn to be able to let this know that there are other ways of doing things. And that's why bodies do what they do, you know. They respond how they respond. You know, they're really clever. Whenever I'm working with them, I feel like they've got thousands of eyes and they're just watching me, you know, because they're going, "Mm, I know what she's up to. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just, so when we learn to sit with our body, and I reckon, I reckon I might be allowed to say this, yesterday, Tanya, I'm, arrived early and so I just said go and lie on the couch so can you share just your what you got out of being so when when we actually stop we deliberately stop we don't all do this but as soon as we stop something happens yeah you you become aware yes and your, your surroundings yeah 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 it's very yeah. cool. Stopping, I, again, does I say, stop and breathe. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and over the years of, of exploring this, because this is really scary stuff when we first do it, because being still, and I don't mean just lying still, yeah. pausing is, I remember when I did this about, in, it was before COVID possibly, I remember sitting in my back room knowing that I had to learn to sit with myself and I had a beanbag in the corner of my house, so I created this sacred space, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, well, it looks good. <laughs> Got to feel like shit though. <laughs> and I remember I remember distinctly sitting there going, oh, fuck, this is hard. Yeah, the agitation. Like I'm just thinking about it sometimes. I'm like, oh, God, like, yeah. Just, but that was the most, that was, that is Here I am, it's five years later, and I'm still talking about it, around how I noticed I'm always busy and how I had to sit, I was choosing to sit, to be, to have an experience of being. So the being part of me was like going, oh, I'm not sure she's really doing this today. So it's, you know, that's that. That's the vigilance going, hang on a minute. No, no, no. She's always busy. Yeah. So we, you know, the more we learn about our communication, it's really an incredible experience, even though it's really scary. Mm -hmm. And the more that you are vulnerable and that you lean into it and you have safety and people that you can work with, oh my God, it changes your world. Yeah, it absolutely does. And that that safety piece is so, uh, and this is where your conscious mind can actually support this because a lot of the time our primal brain and our primal instincts will take us into that fight, flight, freeze, fawn response even when there's nothing going on. 
Yeah. Like it's just our minds creating these scenarios of like the fear, the, you know, the danger and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, that was great back in the day when we needed to be vigilant like that. And we've still got that part of our brain. So it's, it's and it's still an important aspect of our brain. Like we'd be all dead without it for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. But that we could... also get to like talk through a little bit logically about, oh, that's right, like, I'm, fe- I'm feeling like completely like unsafe right now, but it's like, ah, oh, I am safe. You know, I'm in my home. I'm in the safety of my own space. You know, there's nothing coming at me right now. My brain can, is preventing stuff. That can be a consequence also of not feeling the feelings. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just kind of having an aha about my own question about, you know, because I often, I often, you know, feel that feeling and, and and not simply push it aside but choose not to feel it because I don't think it's serving me to feel it but then it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back and I get I guess like if it keeps coming back it's it's not something it is something that you need to be dealing with mm-hmm. yeah there are, yes there if are, it keeps coming up it's your unconscious mind going please solve this please solve yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you often, I often think that I am fine, that it, it is okay. I don't need to feel that. Yeah. And then, yeah. It, but then it will come up again and yeah. then it will come up again and it's just like it's giving me a little nudge. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it because there are lots of consequences for not mm. feeling the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Yeah, and it can be. Oh, it can be an emotional consequence, but a physical consequence. Like I know like the physical body is um, affected by unprocessed emotions, you know. Like it was only a few years ago that I learnt that. And it's, I feel it was like one of those aha moments. I remember sitting with Cheryl she, well, we were at the YMCA and she was talking about her hips and how she stores a lot of emotions you know, this particular emotion. And I remember thinking to myself, why don't I know that? Like, why don't I, haven't I actually really heard or, you know, been informed about this before? And then I suppose that was the path, you know, one of those moments where it's like, oh, this is interesting. Where does this actually, like, how does this connect to me and others? But, yeah, so I think it was Cheryl for, for sure who was, like, the first person that said anything out loud about that. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. Physical body, like, hello, Donna Lee's, like, the physical body person connecting to our emotions and, you know, and I didn't have a clue about it. Yeah. With shower yesterday, removing the emotions from my neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like, you know, I feel, I feel stress today mm-hmm. in my neck, like, because I've got this launch coming up and I'm like, I haven't done anything. I'm like literally stressed and I can just feel it in my shoulders. And yeah, it's like, that is stress for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it impacts, it impacts the way you live. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, as you know, I've recently, recently had to have a hard conversation, which as it turns out, didn't even wasn't even really a hard conversation (laughs) so there's a stress in that as as it is but for weeks I've been wanting to have this conversation and and um instead I've been no it's okay you just keep doing what you're doing what you don't want to be doing Mm -hmm. pleasing other people worrying about worrying about things so you're making you're making bad decisions staying in situations that you you don't necessarily want to be in mm-hmm. because you because you're pushing that that emotion aside. Yeah, yeah you're not ready to feel it yet. Like, yeah. like yeah. Oh, I'm just like buffering yeah. on other stuff first. And then, <laughs> yeah. then in the end, it was just a matter of like grabbing that fear, grabbing that feeling, and taking it with me and saying, "Okay, fuck it, we got to do this right now." Yeah. And yeah, kind of using that energy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool way to think about it. Yeah, yeah, just, using it, not just feeling, feeling the feeling, but taking that that energy from that feeling and 
and using it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got this visual going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this is fear, and you've got your hand around its neck, and you're like, "Come on, wait!" Oh my god, by the ear, like, yeah. yeah. And that, that's you motherfucker, you've been shitting me off. You're coming with me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we can harness, we can harness like emotions. Like I said, there's no right way to do anything. It's like you use it for what you want. You know, like it's it's you. You're creating it. You can bloody well use it the way you need to. <laughs> okay. So I want to ask. Tanya, knowing that experience, because we've talked about it, but knowing that experience and meeting that experience and then doing the experience, I want to know what's come because you haven't crossed that line before. What's come out of that for you moving forward? I guess, I mean, it still comes up. It's, to, I mean, it still comes up, but each time it comes up, it's it's been a little a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and you're building proof that you can yeah and I I I wasn't um you know this time it wasn't just pushing that pushing that aside but just letting it in a little bit and saying like I know you're there and yeah I feel you and I've I know I know that this is something I got to do I'm I'm not just ready yet so I'm just going to keep you here yeah. Yeah. But it's that whole it's very different whole experience. And yeah. and like you can you can call back to your library now and mm. you know, so when those those you know, thinking of my speech, my conversation to myself was I could hear that, you know, hear the voices or whatever it was, but I had enough intel to go, well, that's not true. And yeah, these are feelings. And so then I just love how we gather that information. We're gathering our library of experience. And yeah, there'll be something else that comes up that you think, oh, you know, yep, I've got this. And you go, oh, no, I haven't. (laughs) But because of the experience of trying and attempting and coming out the other side, it it does change. And you get so much more aware about what you think you can't do, but you can do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the practice is essential. It's like that's why I call it a practice. <laughs> you know, you've got to practice and you've got to build that proof and you've got to like in those moments lean on that proof too just, and yeah. not like just dismiss everything, you know, yeah. which is what we generally do. <laughs> We're very self-sacrificing a lot of the time, like I'm not yeah. good at anything, you know. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, actually, look, I am good at this and I am good at that and I am good at this. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like pulling on that, allowing yourself to go there as well because there's there's never going to be a time in your life where you're never going to feel a so-called negative emotion, like ever. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you know I, I expect for the rest of my life when someone puts me on the spot and says, ask me a question or if I'm going on the radio or if I'm going to have a speech, I'm going to feel some sort of emotion of fear or nervousness or whatever. Like I, I'm just accepting of that. And it's like, of course, I'm always going to feel that. But you've also got, you've also, and I'm just thinking of it, I've got this. So even yeah. when it's shaky, you're going, I've got this. I've, I've done this before. Yeah. I can do this again. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. changing that thought. You have your little mantras that like work for you. Yeah. You lean into, you know, when something goes wrong, you know, like I, and doesn't go the way that you want, like I lean on that. This is only a puddle sentence. You know, often I got that from John Acuff and he talks about it being only a puddle, you know, it's like, it's okay. It's just a puddle. You can walk through it. If you get wet, doesn't matter. You can change clothes, you know. And it's like takes big things into like, oh, that's right. It's not. It's it's a puddle. I can get through a puddle. It's all good. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, because life is always going to be that fifty-fifty of both spectrums of emotions. It's not meant to be any different. Like when you think that it's meant to be different, it's like okay, that's that's the wrong problem you're trying to solve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I would often get myself in a spiral because the, especially um, when I had a, a breakdown a few years back, quite a few years back, 
now. Um, it's the fear of the fear. Yeah. Creates more fear. Yeah. And every time, every time you get anxious and then you get worried and scared about being anxious and so you become more anxious. And yes. Yeah. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And, you know, that that has happened quite a lot throughout my life, that that feeding, feeding yeah. us of it yeah. uh, mm, rather yeah. than just, um, yeah, taking it on. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, and that that could step into that, you know, indulging in that negative emotion category that I like to talk about, you know, because we can be very indulgent in our negative emotions. Yeah. And, you know, what I say to everybody is the you, you've always got the opposite is always available to you, like always. So if there's fear, there can always be joy as well or safety. You know, there's, it's always available. So it's like, okay, great. I've got these two options. And in this moment, what would I pick up off the platter if someone was like walking around with a, with a silver platter of emotions? What would I, what would I choose in this moment? And so am I, I going to choose fear or am I going to choose, you know, even just neutrality maybe? Yeah, whatever it is. And suppressing our emotions, constantly suppressing them, it, impacts you physically because the last place that anything is going to land is on the physical body where all these layers of energy and our body gives us signs and signals and that's why we're talking about Mm. this stuff all the time so that we can get better at listening so that we don't end up physically sick or if we're noticing you know our body parts are aching or something they're I'm not saying that it happens every time, but I certainly look at the body holistically. So if there is a neck problem or there's a knee problem or there's an elbow problem, um, anything that's a bendy thing is about movement and um, flexibility, you know, neck's about survival because you've got to see where the lion is before it eats you. So if your neck's not moving, you know, what are you not wanting to see? Um, change of direction, your back is about support, your pelvis is about movement and stability. So there's, you know, all these different things that um, make up this, our our amazing humanness. Mm, Yeah, that's it, exactly. So, yeah, like it's all connected. It's like listening, (laughs) listening, tuning in to our, yeah, our physical body, our emotional body, that, yeah, that gut feeling that you have about stuff and, yeah, really using using all that to know, you know, because when we, you know, how do we know when enough is enough? It's like I just want to I just want to say to you all that you do know. <laughs> it is, yeah, it just might be ignoring it, I suppose, on one level. Just like Tanya was ignoring having to have that conversation, you know, that hard conversation. You you know what to do and yeah, but you're just like ignoring it to start with. <laughs> Yeah, and you can, can and you know, there's people in your situation that ignore it forever and stay in relationships like that forever mm. because they don't want to grab fear by the neck and like drag it in. Oh, um, like I know, twenty five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah, it's really important. It's, I love this. I do love this conversation about emotions. Always, always. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I think so um, much more to say, but we have we have hit no, our hour, haven't we? Goes fast. <laughs> Well, I was looking at the second sheet of the paper and I was going, oh, okay. Got many more, many more points to talk about here. We might. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. And to, you know, maybe just offer someone offer a strategy, a very simple strategy before we close. So that at least there's this one thing that we're going to give them to, to go with. Mm. So do you have I, something, uh, ladies? I think um, first, Firstly, and and Prue, you've you obviously taught me this when we first started coaching those all those years back. Is is working out what that emotion actually is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, Expand, at the, yeah, expanding your emotional vocabulary. Look in the dictionary. I yeah. find that so helpful in in um working out what 
what emotions are actually coming up in me is actually, you know, see finding the words and, you know, seeing if if they are the right fit. And yeah. um, even that is in itself is therapeutic. Absolutely. Because, you know, just, yeah, that that's, I think, is the first step. I reckon that's really the best step to start with, like expanding that understanding because, like, everybody is a little bit different, you know. An emotion can be, you know, um, yeah, in the dictionary and you're like, oh, it doesn't feel like that for me. It feels like mm. something different, you know, and that's totally fine and it's just understanding your own emotional vocabulary so you can actually lean on it because when when things are hidden and in the dark, you don't know how to problem solve them a lot of the time or feel them even and process through. But when you're like, ah, oh, that's fear, I'm feeling scared right now. You're like, ah, oh, I can process that now. Like just articulating it and saying, that's what that is, rather than be like, oh my god, I don't know, I just feel all this, like you know, all this energy and emotion. I'm emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah. Get yourself an emotions wheel. Yeah, an emotions wheel is great. I I use it pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Card done, Ali. Card. Yeah, it's already out. It's already. Yeah. Let's yep. go. What's it hit us with? Well, I'm using the the whispers of healing. I just felt we needed to be a little gentle and it's perfect because it's respect. Mm. Yeah. Get rid of that light. Sorry. Got to yeah. get rid of the light. Yeah, beautiful. So I'm actually, go- I'm actually going to read this message because yeah. well, I just was having a little quick look in. So I'm going to read it because I think it's appropriate. Yeah. And when I look at the card, it's, you know, it's about standing in your own light and, you know, she's upright, She's she hasn't got her head tilted down, she's looking outwardly. It's, you know, there's a, a lot of this eminence from her and it's like she, she doesn't need to do anything other than care for herself and this is a really appropriate message. Yeah. During a healing process, it is vital to cultivate insightful awareness of your self-worth. Realising you deserve praise and love makes you more able to give praise and love. Think about how you can deepen your self-respect. Consider someone you respect greatly and reflect on why you feel that way. Do you love yourself unconditionally? Do you have a self-deprecating sense of humour? What that means, if you don't know what that word is, it means it's like you beat yourself up, you know, you hang shit on yourself. (laughs) It really isn't okay to have fun at your own expense. Do you take good care of yourself? This includes getting enough sleep, eating well and exercising regularly. Are you able to make decisions for yourself based on your needs and wants? When you are in a healing process, having your own outlook and developing your perspective can carry you a long way. Stand up for whatever you believe in. And I've just lost my place. Stand up whatever you believe in. Yeah, stand up for whatever it is that you believe in and be respectful of people that may have differing viewpoints. By gaining experience and improving yourself, you earn the respect of others. You will also respect yourself more. Respect is not something you acquire quickly or easily, but it will be an ongoing support and your assurance will be unshakable. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is very, very, very appropriate message. Mm, it is. Okay. A beautiful goddess, goddess stands before an array of lilies and daisies. The flowers symbolise an abundance of energy and confidence. The lilies specifically indicate period of growth. The goddess is surrounded by the light of her aura. The yellow colour of her aura reflects her ability to claim her power. The yellow colour of her, oh, sorry, her crown represents strength and power, 
These attributes can assist you while you boost your efforts to respect yourself more. Mm, perfect. Yeah. Very respect your feelings and be kind. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Perfect. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for tuning in and, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are about the topic of emotions and when is enough is enough. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, have a good night. Good night. Bye. Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.